Today's podcast is sponsored by Wonderful Pistachios, where delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts out there, and each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. It is no secret how much I love pistachios. I love pistachios. It is part of my identity, and honestly, there are so many fantastic flavors. My personal favorite is the wonderful pistachios no salt. It has a little blue emblem on it for the bag. So delicious. I know others love the roasted and salted, even lightly salted. There's a sweet chili that's good, a salt and pepper. There are so many options, and you can have them in the shell or no shell. Cracking each pistachio open one at a time? Yes, wonderful pistachios is the only exception I make for playing with my food. It is fun and protein all in one bite. Go ahead and visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more or pick up a bag at your local store. Let's get to cracking and let's get to snacking. Welcome to the Fun and Gains Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton, and let the gains begin. What's up, you guys, and welcome to another episode. Happy Wednesday. I feel like it's been a while since I've recorded a podcast, so I'm really excited to kind of sit down and chat with you guys again. Honestly, I hope you all had an amazing holiday past few weeks. I was going to say weekend, but it's been like two weeks of holidays. I love how it's, you know, Christmas and then New Year's and it's just such a fun time of year. So I hope you all just enjoyed that guilt-free. You were able to just sit back, relax, and, you know, get really excited for this new year and all the opportunity that is going to come of it. So there is so much that is going to happen in this new year that I'm really excited about and looking forward to. As far as a weekly recap, you know, Darian and I had an awesome time in Arizona visiting his family and Vinny did amazing during the travel. He had a blast and it was just really nice to see everyone again and spend time with family, friends and go to our old gym it was honestly a great little break. And of course, now we're home. We, for New Year's, <laughs> we stayed up till 2 a.m. watching Love Island. You guys, the addiction is strong with us. It's such a just fun show. We're on season five of the UK. Um, and, you know, it's just it's just a fun thing that we are really enjoying doing while Darian's off from break. Like we are just trying to enjoy as much time as possible together and just soak it all in because his grad school is so intense. So we have just been enjoying that time. And again, I hope you guys had a great holiday season. Jumping into today's podcast episode, we have such a special guest. I adore and love this girl so much. You are going to meet Courtney today. And honestly, she's such a joy to just be around. We've been friends online for quite some time. And, you know, we finally were able to meet, I think, in like 2020. I don't remember what year it was. It might have been the end of 2019 before COVID, but it was such a blast. And she's such an amazing person, somebody I love to just kind of keep in my corner and somebody I would call as a good friend. So I'm really excited for you to be able to hear from her and to learn from her and kind of get an insight on overcoming hardships because it's been a really challenging year for her and just kind of, you know, it's always interesting to learn about others' experiences. And I feel like that's really valuable and something I can bring to this podcast is to have other people's perspectives and experiences that you can relate to and you can hear from and be like, okay, wow, like I've learned something or I'm inspired in some way. And I feel like Courtney is a great person to bring that to the podcast. So 
Without further ado, let's go ahead and welcome Courtney to the podcast. What's up, you guys? And let's welcome Queen Court to the podcast. Hello, everybody. Hi, Brittany. Hi, hi. Court and I go way back, I feel like. So far back. Like the beginning of our fitness journeys, honestly. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, we'll get into that. Let's go ahead. Court, though, tell everybody, like, say your name, who you are, just some, like, a little bit about you so they know. Yeah. Okay. So I'm Courtney Saracino. I am a fitness influencer. I make funny, like, gym reels and I share my workouts and, like, my struggles with mental health and just kind of ramble about anything that I'm feeling about rambling on my Instagram. Uh, yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, no, Courtney's reels are the best. She's so fun and just creative. I love them. The oh, best. thank you. Yeah. Thank you. My favorite is to like try to find like a universal experience we all have and like make it funny because it's like there's certain things we all go through, whether we know it or not. And then when you see it, you're like, oh, I I do that too. And like, that's like my favorite thing. Yeah, it's like bringing up memories. You're like, oh, like I forgot <laughs> that that's happened or yeah, that's true, you know, but it's cool to know, like, of course, you know, you're not alone. It happens to all of us. Right? Okay, but wait, hold on. Really quick, we need to talk about your the one reel that you made where you were like, what was the, it was when all the guys are looking at you in the gym. It's <laughs> yes. like, don't mind me just watching. Like, that was just so genius. And I just, I remember seeing it. I was like, wow, that's just so good. That's such a universal experience. And dude, anyway, dude, that's my you. favorite, favorite one of you, of yours. That was my first viral video. It was for a good reason. It should have been viral. Yeah. (laughs) And it was. I was like, you know, you never expect it. Like the videos that you're like, oh, this is just stupid. Right. Why are those always the ones that do so well? It's always the ones that you put little effort into that blow up and you're like, oh, my hair was messed up. I wasn't like my face is busted. I don't have any eyelashes on. Like someone please tell me why this one. Yeah. No, like I just posted one on Instagram and it's like two seconds long and it's so terrible. And I'm like, why did this get almost two million views? There's no reason. Oh my gosh, really? There's no reason. It's ridiculous. It's the algorithm. Dude, it just makes no sense. It makes no sense. So you just got to do what you do. And if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Right, man. Okay, well, let's let's give everybody a little background on us, our friendship, okay. where this comes from. So yes. <laughs> a little insight. I'd, this is back in like 2018. That's when I first yeah. started like Instagram, you too. Yes. And I just, Courtney was all over. This is, I hope, okay. I hope this, no, is, this is, no, 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 Brittany, okay. Brittany, this is part like, okay, you're going to ask me like how I like, how I got into social media, right? Yeah. Is that going to be one of our questions? Because I can like dive, we can just, just jump, do it. should we jump into do it? it? Do it. Okay. Okay, but it's kind of a story. I kind of have to like build up to it first. Is that okay? Do it. So I got to give you like a little bit of background. I'm a storyteller. So let me set the scene for you guys, okay? We love it. Okay. <laughs> okay, so summer of 2017, I was in law school. I was studying abroad for law school during the summer and I was in Budapest and I was doing an internship and I saw that Gymshark was going to have their first pop-up shop ever in London. So I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm in Budapest. That was only like, two hours away, I think. So I was like, you know what, let me just, let me just hop on over there and like go to this pop-up shop. Cause at that time, you know, I was following Whitney, Nikki, like all the Gymshark girls. Like I was just really into that whole world. And so then I flew on over there. I met everybody. It was like a great time. Like I was so excited to meet Whitney. And then, so flash forward the next, it was Nikki's second Gymshark collection. 
I believe that was like January, 2018-ish. So I went to that pop-up again because, you know, I was like diehard. Like I love all these people, right? So I go, I wait in line. I get to meet Whitney again. And then Whitney's like, oh my gosh, Courtney, I remember meeting you. And I was like, you do? Oh my gosh, no, you don't. Yes, it was literally like fangirl moment for me because she was like, she was like, yes, I remember you. And then I started telling her something about, I don't remember. I was just too excited. I was too hype. And then she was like, I love your energy. Like, oh my gosh, like it's so good to see you again. Can I post you on my story? So then she posted me on my, or on her story. And then immediately, the next day I gained 2000 followers on Instagram and I, yeah, no, this is how I got into the fit. Like I was not trying to be like a social media person at all. I was minding my own business. I was in law school, like doing legal things. Like I was not trying to do this. Okay. This, this is cool. Okay. I'm, I'm invested. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So then, so at that point, like the only thing I had posted on my social media was like me wearing Gymshark clothes and like the quotes, the captions were always like Taylor Swift lyrics because two things I love in this world are the gym and Taylor Swift. Okay. So that's like, (laughs) that's all that was on my Instagram at that time. And so I was like, why are 2000, why did 2000 people just decide that I was like, okay, whatever. But then, so after that happened, like Gymshark kind of like, I got on Gymshark's radar a bit. Right. So after that, Gymshark started sharing me basically almost every week for the first month of that January of January and then a little bit into February and then just randomly would share me on their page and I started getting gifted clothes for like that next year but like that kind of transitions to how like we met and like our like whole yeah 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 so that was yeah that was the background on how like how we got here because it was it was an accident and then it was just like we were both obsessed with Gymshark dude wait okay yeah we were both obsessed with Gymshark rewind Budapest what were you in Budapest yeah this, this okay, is so cool. I, had, I didn't even know that you went to those like initial Gymshark like pop-ups like t- like yeah like that the is first cool. one ever okay wow. so I yeah I decided to go to oh. law school and then um it was my first summer after 1L so like your first year of law school is called 1L 2L 3L you know and so I decided you know I've never studied abroad I didn't have the chance to study abroad during undergrad and I was like it's something I've always wanted to do like let me do it now so first stop was Vienna and this was the first time I've oh. ever been out of the country do you have you been to Vienna yeah well, this is amazing you didn't I know no this idea. no I thought I told you this oh my gosh okay so yeah I first stop was Vienna for three or four weeks I can't remember but I, I took a legal class there and it was so beautiful I've oh, never been out oh, of the yeah. country right I've never been out of the country besides Mexico so like this was my first out of the country experience of like people speaking a language. I am like, what? I have no idea what's going on. I love this. Like every, it was so beautiful. Um, so yeah, that was the first four weeks. And then I had an internship at a law firm in Budapest. So then after Vienna, I flew over to Hungary, was in Budapest and stayed there for five or six weeks. I can't remember. But yeah, it was during that time that I was there. I was literally sitting at my desk doing like legal work because I would handle all their English documents, obviously, because I I can't speak Hungarian. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So um, yeah, so I was doing all of that. And I remember I like saw that there was going to be a pop up and I was like, you know what? I'm I'm already over here. Let me just go. Let me just go. And then I like, I've never been to London either. So it was like a great time. I don't know. It was a great summer. Man, what a story though. Like the fact that you just out of nowhere and like, look where you are now. Like, would you ever even imagine that? I know that's crazy. No, it was just like, I don't know. I just was, I 
was just posting things I liked. And then after that, I was like, well, I mean, I go to the gym all the time. I might as well start sharing my workouts too. And it was just something I did as a hobby during law school. And it was like, anytime I was stressed, I would like run to the gym, you know, I'm, yes. I advise against this, but you know, sometimes I'd skip the occasional class. Cause I was stressed and I was like, I just need to go to the gym right now. Like I can't do this right now. <laughs> so it's really like my escape, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I feel that in college, it, a workout was like, just so nice to get all that anxiety and stuff out. Yeah. So I, I totally, totally feel that man. Okay. So yeah, we, we kind of caught each other's eye because you were always getting posted by Gymshark. You were the first yes. non-athlete, the first non-athlete posted and we've talked about this before because it was like Courtney was like the golden amazing like you you were just a ray of sunshine so I was like (laughs) oh I love Courtney and it was just so cool to like follow you since 2018 and I I really really feel like it kind of started together because you know, we, we would like say we got like the pa- we'd get the Gymshark packages and we we're like, yeah. this is like the coolest thing ever. Like, this is such a dream. Like, oh, my gosh. You know, even when even when we saw each other, what was it? Uh, It was like was two, it a year. Yeah. 2019. Like, yeah, I think December so. 2019. Yeah. And then we were going through all of your Gymshark stuff and we're like, oh, but do you remember this collection <laughs> with this and this? We were like we were we were like the original like Gymshark yeah. hype people. I know. <laughs> like we weren't good enough to be athletes yet. <laughs> I still. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you are. No, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I'm fine. That was we, yeah. That was a joke. We're joking. We, we're joking. <laughs> We've yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, and you actually were. Your mom lives in Arizona, right? Yes, my so, whole family born okay, and raised yeah. in Arizona. Yeah. So when I was living in Arizona, we got to meet up, hit a workout together, and that was yeah. fun. That was like our first oh, time meeting a person. Time. Yeah. And then we met and like we were in the elevator and I was like, Brittany, I mean this in the sweetest possible way, but I had no idea you were this short. Oh. <laughs> I'm so like, it's not a bad thing. I just, you look like five, seven on Instagram. You know, that's so true. Every, <laughs> every once in a while I'll take a picture and I'm like, oh, I actually look my true height. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, know, I don't know what do. it is. It's like you're posing maybe or like your legs. They're just like, you look a solid five, seven. I think I have like long legs. Like I think my proportions are just I don't know what it is. Mm, maybe, I don't, maybe. I have I don't no know. idea. I take the picture straight on. Yeah, I don't, I like, straight. I don't know how to. I don't know, dude. I mean, I'm not, you know, like, I'm not like tilting my camera. Yeah, like, no, this, you're not. Or, like, we even took pictures together. That's exactly how you take them. I don't know. I don't freaking know, dude. It's that's crazy. So crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I know. I feel like that's what everyone says. You're so short. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad thing, though, you know? Yeah. I know. That's good. <laughs> Oh man. Alrighty. So, and you know, now who, who are like, who are the companies you're with? Like, that's been really cool that now you're, yes. you're with okay. Ghost, right? Yes. Oh my gosh. I freaking love Ghost. So my, yeah, my supplement sponsor is Ghost right now. I'm obsessed with their flavors. I'm obsessed with the team. Like their company where everyone is like kind of younger and it's just, it's such a cool vibe to see people building something from the ground up. And like, yeah. whenever I get to visit like HQ and stuff, it's like, everyone is just chasing these goals. And it's just so inspiring to be around so many like like-minded people doing like just building something, just again, building something from the ground up. I just think yeah. it's so cool that everyone has found these different avenues of making money and being successful and they're just defining it for themselves. And you don't have to do like, you don't, have to feel pressured to fit yourself into a certain mold. Like if you don't like what you're doing, like go find your passion and figure yeah. out how to make money off of that. You know, I don't know. I, I just I, vibes. 
You're like the queen of that, though. So I feel like that's why you relate to that so much because you're like probably uh, so close to my heart. I know. I mean, I guess we can talk about this now, too. But I mean, do you want to talk about like your kind of shift? Because last time we talked, when we met in person, you know, you were like, I think I'm going to just, you know, not go the lawyer route and go social media full time. I mean, was that a hard decision or do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, we can. So... I, okay. I don't, I'm not like, I'm a storyteller. So I always try to like, let me just not make this 10 hours long. No, I love it. So basically I, the reason I decided to go to law school in the first place was because during my undergrad, my stepdad had unfortunately passed away like really suddenly my sophomore year. And he was a lawyer and he's the only father figure I've known my entire life since I was seven. So it was, it was really hard. It was like, obviously a big loss in my family. And I struggled with that a lot. And I feel like initially my urge to go to law school was the the world lost a terrific lawyer like such a like great human being like let me put another one back in and like I know I'm smart enough to do to do this I know I can I know I can do this um so that kind of was I I kind of I kind of went to law school as part of my grieving process almost I feel like so I went there not 100% for myself And so although I was going through law school and I was doing well, like I, like I was doing well, um, it's really hard. It's really challenging. It was, it was the hardest three years of my life, but I was doing it. And by the end, I realized like by my 3L year, when everyone's getting ready to take the bar and study, I realized, oh my gosh, I, I don't know if I want to do this. Like, I don't know if this is for me. And by then I had built up a little bit of a social media following, but not enough to like make that my full-time gig yet. And then what happened was I decided, well, let me like work at a law firm for a while. Like, let me not take the bar right now because the bar is just three months of pure torture of 10 hours of studying nonstop, like 14 subjects of law, California, they have a couple more like topics you need to know, like sections and California also, they just lowered the bar. Um, cutoff score but it used to be literally the hardest bar in the country so it it was like it was not uncommon to fail your first time and I was like I'm gonna put three months of effort into this and I'm not even sure if this is what I want to do so that's why I was like let me let me just work in a law firm first so I did wills and trusts um for like I want to say like eight-ish months from when I graduated in May until like that following January. And then I decided, well, like, let me take the bar. Let me, let me just study. So I started to study and then my heart just wasn't in it. And then COVID broke out. So then I was like, okay, well, this is a good excuse for me to kind of like stop and like, let me think about this again. (laughs) Let me think. And so I put it on a pause and then COVID again, well, it was still happening, but by that summer, they offer the bar twice a year. So first time in January, I decided to scrap it. Also, I was like mentally not okay. Like also it was like, so I was diagnosed with depression that like while I was studying for the bar and I was like, this is too much. Like I'm unwell. And again, like COVID happened and I was just like, let me just sit down and like collect my thoughts and collect myself. And so by the summer I decided, well, you know, maybe I should like, maybe I should take the bar again. But at the same time, everything that was happening with BLM, like all of those like major, major things that were happening during the summer, like, you know, like you obviously were all there during that time and like how social media was and just, just, you know, it was 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 a lot. lot. 
Yeah. Yeah. And as part of that, um, more creators started to notice there was a gap in the fitness industry on social media with black creators and just people of color. There was, there was a, there was an obvious kind of, you know, it was uneven. It was a little uneven. Yeah. And so from that, like a lot of different um, influencers with bigger platforms started sharing some smaller creators. So at that time, I think I had like 25k or like 28k around there and then I got shared by a bunch of people like a bunch of different creators Whitney Nikki you Robin just a bunch of people and I gained like 80,000 followers in like two days and it was kind of crazy it was like it was it was really special not for the followers but for like people to see my content because I was putting in so much work and I really liked it and it just like it felt like it wasn't getting seen and it was It's it's it gets like it gets hard. Like it's like you I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to no, say. No, I get you know? it. No, it's like you you want to be noticed and you want to be acknowledged and you're putting in all the work and it's like you're just not able to get the attention that you feel yeah, like. Yeah, the traction. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was so that's that a lot going of, on. Yeah, it was a lot of heavy lot I mean, on. heavy, heavy stuff. Lots of emotions, lots of it's just a busy time where you got was. you're being pulled in a million different directions and exactly know. it was it was a lot and at that time I was also studying for the bar <laughs> so I was like oh my gosh this is so overwhelming but again there was a common theme that ke- keeps happening is like <clears throat> I'd start studying for the bar I'd get like a month in and like there's a time where you just need to grind through it but at that point I feel like you need to really want the thing that you're chasing Yep. And if you don't have the passion and you don't have like that want, the actual desire to do it, like I was doing it for other reasons. I was doing it because I'm like first generation college graduate in my family, let alone law school. Yeah. Like I was doing it more for this, like to say I did it and not so much for myself because I wanted it. And it was always in that little sticking point where you need to grind through that. I was like, I like, I don't want this. I keep trying to force something because I think that I need to do it. Yep. And at that point um, was when social media had taken off. And I um, was, that's initially when I had signed with Ghost. And then I was also with Balance Athletica at that time. And now I'm currently with Buff Bunny, but I was giving, given opportunities and I was finally like, kind of like making money off of it where I was like, I think I, it's time to make the switch. Like, I think like it wasn't, I just jumped and I didn't have like a blanket of like financial safety, you know, like I was like, it's like, I'm seeing that this is successful. It's becoming successful. Like, let me go put all of my effort into it. And so then for the second time I stopped setting for the bar and then I have been full into social media since I think August of 2020. Yeah, because of <laughs> Yeah, so that's kind of where where it's been, you know. I I don't know. I'm just all over the place. <laughs> no, it's it's such an inspiring story, though. Of like, if you are just if your heart's not in it, like stop forcing it, and you've got to just kind of listen to yourself at the end of the day and take that risk, take that take that gamble, and take the opportunities that come to us. And I think that's beautiful, though, is it's like you can totally create the life you want if you work hard enough. And if you're, if that's where your heart is, like you will be successful because that's what you want. And that's what you're pushing for. 
Like, like you said, you grind it out and there's nothing wrong with that. And it's easy. It is so much easier to grind when it's something you love. Cause you're yeah. like, every day I have that. Why every day I have that passion. Like I'm so freaking pumped and excited because you just like kind of live for it. So I guess that's kind of a good testament. Like if anybody's out there and they're like, in that same position where you are, they're trying to like study for something or go in a certain direction and they're not getting that, you know, certain vibe where it's, it's a hard toss up though. Right. Because it's like, at what point do you grind? And then at what point is it like, this is just not the right direction to go in. So I don't know, hopefully that was able to like help other people. And thank you for sharing. Cause that, it was a hard year for you. Like I just, it was very hard. It was so, so much emotionally. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. Well, initially, how did you like get into fitness? You know, let's talk about like your kind of workout style and how did, yeah. how did how'd that start? Cause I know you've ran, have you ran a full marathon or a half marathon? Yeah. I ran two full marathons and I think eight, like seven or eight half marathons. This, this woman, <laughs> go, go ahead and tell us your, your maxes right now. Okay. Just list them off. Oh my gosh. Oh Courtney, my gosh. I literally can't let's, let's hear Stop it. Stop it. Okay. No, first of all, I'm very new to powerlifting. Like powerlifting is my new passion. I found it, um, July of last year, 2021. And so, okay, right now I just text, text, tested my maxes and my squat is 250. My bench is 165. And my deadlift is 315. So, you know, baby steps. I'm like, I'm, I want to get stronger, obviously. And low key, like, I really want to compete in a powerlifting competition. (gasps) Like you that's should. one of my goals. That's one of my goals for this next year. But I just, I'm not, I, I don't feel strong enough yet. So I just want to like, <laughs> no, you don't feel not, <laughs> I just want to build up my strength a little bit more, you know, feel a little more confident. I don't know. I don't know. Girl, please. <laughs> okay. Well how, I mean like, okay, I guess let's just jump in. What, like how, how do you even increase? Like if somebody's kind of going into powerlifting where they want to increase their maxes, really kind of focus on that. I mean, first of all, it is a little bit of a different training style, you know, training for strength versus training hypertrophy, like just strictly building muscle and then like kind of endurance. I know that it's a totally different, you know, style. So, I mean, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, hypertrophy, that was like my training style, like eight to 12 reps on everything. And I kind of noticed, I started to get a little bored with that. I started to feel like I was just going through the motions. And this happened when I, the gyms reopened up in the Bay where I was at, I was living in California last year. And I made some friends in the gym, like two of my closest friends now, and they were powerlifters. Like they were like, what are you doing over there? Like kind of teasing me, not being mean, but they're like, you live, what are you lifting over there? Why don't you come over here and lift with us? I love that. All that weight. Are you sure? And then (laughs) they kind of, they kind of just dragged me over and they're like, no, you're lifting this now. Like you're doing this. I love that. Right. And I was, I fell in love with it. So, um, last January, last July, I could, my, I started at 135. Like I had never really squatted above that, like maybe yeah. one or two reps of like 145. So I started at 135 and I just increased each week, five pounds, like each session. So I do two heavy days a week of squats on Monday and Friday. And so just for example, like I would do 135 on Monday and then on Friday I would do 140 and I was doing a three by five. So I would do that until I could no longer hit a three by five. And then once I can't, can no longer make all my reps, then I switch to a five by three. So then five sets of three reps. And then I do that and I keep increasing the weight until I can't increase anymore. And then that will start a new block basically. Got it. 
Yeah. So um, the first time I made it through, I went up to like 2.30 and I'm going through my second block right now. So I just did, oh, but it changed a little bit this time around. So now I'm doing a two by five and then my last set is an AMRAP. So as many reps as possible. Mm-hmm. And today I did 2.10 and I got eight reps on 2.10. So like, I'm already getting stronger because this time around last time I was doing the five by three. So I couldn't even do five reps together. So that's basically, that's like the basic powerlifting like scheme for like a novice, like powerlifter, which is basically what I am. Cause I've never, I've just never lifted like this style before. Yeah. And when you say three by five and five by three, you're saying like the sets is the first number reps, the second number, correct? Yes. Okay. Just in case people don't know. Yeah. So three by five is three sets of five. Mm-hmm. five by three is five sets of five three. sets of three yeah so yep, you're, exactly yeah so you're just lowering your weight well no you're lowering your reps <laughs> and increasing yeah. your weight <laughs> yeah I operate less reps so you're doing exactly. heavier weight yeah I don't like for my major list for squats bench and deadlifts I don't go above like five reps now unless it's an AMRAP so like anything cardio. above, yeah, everything above five reps is cardio. Today I'm breathing hard. Like my throat was burning. I'm like, oh my gosh, what is happening? Oh, dude, no, that, that's actually really, that makes a lot of sense of doing like AMRAP because then at some point it's like, okay, you are pushing past that fifth rep that you normally you stop yeah. at and you're saying, okay, how much can I actually get with this? That's, that's actually really smart. Yeah. Like and then like the style of it is, is like eventually as you increase the weight, eventually your AMRAP on that third set is going to be a three by five. Like you're going to get, you're going to go back to three by five. Yeah. So then you're going to hit three by five until you can't hit that anymore. And then you're going to switch to the five sets of three and you're going to go like you basically just go until you can't go anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Then you take a deload week, a little rest week, and then you start like from a new starting point the next time. Yeah. Okay. So talk about a deload week in case people don't know what that is too. Oh, so deload is like your week of rest. You're giving, you've just been pushing for probably about like a solid two months at this heavy, heavy weight, like twice, two to three times a week. I, I squat three times a week. One of them is like a recovery day though. But so it's basically like, you need to give your body a rest. So you significantly reduce the weight. You're just, it's just a chill week. Yeah. So you can push forward the next time, the next set. Kind of going through like the motions, you know, lightweight, easy, easy reps, just giving your body a break for that entire week. Yeah. It's like, it's like spring break for your body. Yeah. 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 It's fun. You know? Yeah. It's just relaxing. But I honestly, like, I hate it. (laughs) I know. Cause you're like, oh, this is so embarrassing. Yeah. I'm like, please no one look at me. I'm like, I'm not filming that week. I'm like, it's a deep week, everyone. I'm crying. That's when you're like, look at my cute outfit. Yes, please. So look at the weight I'm lifting. Yeah. Let me lift at 6 a.m. so no one sees me. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Do you want to kind of give us a lowdown of what your workout split looks like then? Okay. So I am. So, okay. I live in the gym, right? I understand that this is probably, this is like a lot. I go to the gym six times a week. Um, so I have three leg days and I have three upper body days. So Monday is my squat day. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday are squats. Monday, Friday are heavy squats. That's where I'm increasing five pounds on those days. And Wednesday is like more of a recovery squat day, more of my deadlift focus day. That's heavy deadlifts for me. And people like often ask me like, aren't you like so sore? Like I'm not really that sore because the rep, the reps I'm doing are so low. So like, yeah, I I am like a little bit sore, but I'm never, when I go from Monday to Friday, like by Friday, I'm not sore still, you know? Well, and you're probably taking care of your body in other ways of stretching, doing mobility, hydrating, maybe rolling out, you know, all that. And that does help with it. 
So yeah. But if I was doing like five sets of 10 squats on Monday and Friday, like I would be sore, you know, it's, but okay. So then Tuesday is my first bench day of the week. Tuesday and Saturday are my bench days. I increased two to three pounds on those days. So I literally bought like one pound weights that you Mm -hmm. can put on the side because it's just for bench. I just can't increase. I do a five pound increase. Yeah. No, it's, it's like insane. So there's no way I'm going to do that. So yeah. Tuesday is my bench focus day. I also do shoulders as well. And then oh, so go when, ahead. when you say you increase each time, are you saying increase each day of the week or increase each set? Each day of the week. Okay. So let's say. So no matter what, you know, you're two, you're two heavy days on Fridays from mm-hmm. that Monday to Friday, you're increasing five pounds no matter what. Yeah. No matter. Well, trying to hit that three by five type thing. Yes. Okay. And if I don't, if I can't hit it, if I don't get all my reps, let's say on my bench day, I get like, I hit the first two sets really well, but the last one, I couldn't get the last two reps or something. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to repeat that weight next time. Got it. So until you hit that, you repeat. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not going to move up if I haven't hit that three by five. Yeah. So I've had to do that a couple of times with my bench, especially Um, just, you know, just take a step back. Let me try again. And eventually you get there. Okay. Okay, cool. Continue. (laughs) Thanks. Okay. Yeah. You're welcome. So then that was Tuesday. And then Wednesday again is my lighter squat day. And then that's my heavy deadlift day. And Thursday is like, Thursday's kind of like, it's my back day, but I also do a little bit of chest, but I don't do a lot where I'm going to be sore for Saturday. And also I'm starting to do arms again because I have small arms and I, arms you do like not. Least, yes. No, I do. I really do. Okay. Brittany, can we talk about your shoulders? Because your shoulders have, no, what? stop it. Your shoulders have always been goals. Literally every time you post, I'm like, look at her shoulders. Can I, can oh, I have some of that? Can you, know, you share? I, you get I that realize. on Amazon? Yeah, you get that on Amazon? Dude, I don't ever flex anymore. I don't know why I don't upper why? body flex. I don't, I don't know why I'm like out of the habit. Like I have this like pose that I do every time now. And I'm like, why the F do I do this every time? I need to start doing the shoulder, the bicep yeah, shoulder pose. Yeah, you need pose. to. I don't, yeah, I don't know what I've been there. doing. What, I don't know what I've been doing. I'm, you've I'm been just you glute posing. You've been doing the little booty oh, pose. No, 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 no. I <laughs> It's like it's like I just stand straight in the camera and flex my quads. Like that's all I do. I'm like, why do oh I? Oh my god, that's literally all I have. That's all I have. Well, the... I, I think it's because I've just recently grown my quads, so I'm like, oh, I just like I'm yes. so excited about it. Like that was just mm-hmm. my, my thing. So I need to I need to flex that again. I don't you know just why. feel it. Yeah. yeah. There's like right. moments where we have body parts that are like, oh wow, this looks really good. Like, yeah, I don't know let what's me just wrong with focus me. on this, right? No, I feel, <laughs> I literally feel the same way. Oh, I even got called out. They're like, wow, someone picked a pose and stuck with it. I'm like, this is true. This is true. Oh, oh you're not <laughs> wrong. Oh, you're not wrong. Tell me, tell me my quads are not popping though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tell Until me the quads aren't popping, I'm gonna keep this pose. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> oh, dude well thank you thank you for saying my shoulders that makes me feel literally happy. all like it's and okay not to just whatever so your dips when you do tricep dips what have always been my freaking goals okay? what because I used yeah. to be able to do tricep dips and I don't know what the heck happened I lost that so I need to get back on that <sighs> basically everything your upper body killing it it's my you goals too. because I neglect I neglect my arms they are noodles no they're they not. not yes they are no my chest, like my you- defined. It was quarantine though. Like I blame it on quarantine. The gyms are closed. I couldn't really yeah. hit upper body, but yeah. Anyway, 
I digress. Today, I'm welcoming a new podcast sponsor, Shrink Grills. If you haven't heard about these yet, today is the day. Darian and I cannot wait to move to Florida and start our hosting era, and this is the perfect way to do it. These grills heat up to over 1,500 degrees in less than five minutes, and it uses the exact same infrared technology as the world's best steakhouses. So things are going to cook really fast. Your steaks can be ready in as little as three minutes, and salmon as well. Big salmon girly over here. We're trying to get all of our protein gains, and this this delivers on flavor because everything is juicier on a grill. They also have a dip tray at the bottom. This is probably my favorite feature of these grills. You can let all the steak juices just drip to the bottom of the drip tray, and then it's going to create these brown bits. And you can add butter, spices, oils into that dip tray also, and then pour all the juices back onto the steak. And this makes such a big difference in flavor. This this grill isn't just for steak, though. You can also cook chicken wings, hamburgers, seafood, even pizza with their pizza stone accessories. So if you've been on the fence for your summer grilling, look no further and get your shrink grill today. That's spelled S-C-H-W-A-N-K, shrink grills. You can use code FUNANDGAINS to get $150 off a shrink grill. Skincare from the sea. You got that right. I'm introducing you to the brand Osea. If you have not heard of them yet, this company is called OSEA. It stands for Ocean, Sun, Earth, and Atmosphere. And it is an amazing skincare and body care company. This company is vegan and cruelty free. They're climate neutral certified and ocean positive. It is a clean beauty company. It checks all of the boxes. I love these products so much. I actually gave some away to some of you for the local event so that you could try them as well. Some of the favorite ones that I use are the body oil and lotion. And then I also love the hyaluronic serum and the ID puff serum. And every time I use them, I feel so luxurious. They also have a few gift sets that are going on for Mother's Day, which is really fun. They have a glow and go facial set and then a golden glow body set. I'm definitely going to get my mom one of these. I just don't know which yet. So go ahead and treat yourself or your mom to the everyday spa experience that you deserve. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code FUNGAINS at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head over to oseamalibu.com and use code FUNGAINS for 10% off. Uh, Okay, so yeah, we were on on chest and back. Oh yeah, sorry. This is taking so long. Okay, Thursday. God, I'm in the gym so long. So... (laughs) I don't have a life. I go to the gym and I come home and I wait to go back the next day. Dude, that mine is the same though. I freaking love it. I feel like everybody listening to this podcast has a mutual love for it though. So right? we're here it's to like talk the rest, about it. The rest days are the hardest days. I'm like, man, can I just, go, can I just, do I need to do cardio? Like it's got me out here. Like I need to go do cardio and I hate cardio. If you're working out right now, just know we wish we were right now. If you're exactly. listening to right this. in this moment, we want to be you. Hit that rep for us. Yes. Two more, two more. <laughs> okay. No, but okay. really, Kate. No, okay. Okay. I'm, I'm going to finish. I'm, I'm going to wrap this up. Okay. So Thursday is like back upper body arms day. Friday again is the heavy leg day. And it's also my second deadlift day, but it's my three by five deadlift, not my like heavy deadlift. Um, and then Saturday we round it off with bench again. And then Sunday's my rest day. So I take one rest day a week, but if I'm feeling like I need another rest day, I take that Thursday and then I'll have two upper body days a week, but I never miss my leg days. Like those are my staples. That's cool. That's cool. I like that. I know. I kind of like want to change my, I was shooting for strength for a bit. Like I was doing more six to eight reps for a Mm -hmm. bit, like 
and I really liked it. And I, I saw this was like a couple months ago, huh? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I remember Ooh. seeing it. Oh, I remember you posted something. You were like, I hit it was above. Wasn't it like above 155 or something? What did you oh, hit? Yeah. No, I got up to two. I think I got up to two of five for squat. What the heck? No, I got up to I, I, I got up to 190 or 195 for squat. And then I got up to 205 for deadlift. And then I like stopped because <laughs> I like and you travel. do that. You do that beltless too, right? Like, oh, yeah, I don't use a belt. Yeah. you. Oh, I love my belt. Like, don't catch me doing like 250 without a belt. No way. <laughs> you know, if I got once I feel like I hit 225, it's like belt needs to come on. But I'm like, I want to make sure yeah. I'm still like engaging everything. I'm not, yeah. now I just now I'm just like scared I haven't done it in a while and I'm traveling so much I'm like I need to get back to consistency where I can like you know you have to be going you have to be going every session in order to continue mm-hmm. that progress because now I'm like dude what the heck like 155 165 is heavy for squat right now and I'm like this is embarrassing but yeah, it's like it's like it, is it what just it is. feels uncomfortable you know it's yeah. it's not you, you still got the weight it's just uncomfortable you're like wow it's been a second since I've lifted this like yeah what why is it yeah, so hard so you know we'll get back there we'll get back there yes oh yeah. oh I love it <laughs> are we gonna catch you on the powerlifting competition floor you're gonna no definitely not <laughs> like, <laughs> all you dude I know I can't even believe you like you've ran marathons you're freaking incredible for real I well mm, thanks so I I grew up running like running is in my blood you yeah. know so I've always been I've run track and cross country and I've always been a distance runner like always except for the in high school and they made me run the four by four and I was like what is this it, that is a dead sprint that is for a whole lap you, it's a whole minute a whole lap as it's fast a, it's as a, you can go what do you mean the I best, have to sprint this whole yeah. thing okay but the best event period hands hands down the four by no. four is the best well four no. by one four, four by one and four by four. Oh my god you are a sprinter you're talking like a sprinter right now it, you yeah. mean the four by eight is the best race oh, absolutely oh, not oh. <laughs> I did the I I ran the 800 no 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 oh my gosh I, I like, love no there's nothing like a let me tell you there's nothing like a four by eight okay four by eight for anyone who doesn't know track or oh anything, yeah sorry yeah a four a, a 400 is one lap around a track so an 800 is two laps around a track and it's half a mile yeah so the first lap it's it's basically two sprints but the yes. first lap is like just <laughs> yeah it's sprinting for like two minutes absolutely not <laughs> 10 seconds and I'm done. (laughs) You hold it back the first lap a little bit and people always go out too fast on the first lap. So I always would start in the back and I'm like, just wait, my time is coming. And then like right after you finish the 400, you go and you just sprint your life out. Oh, such a good feeling. It's always on the curve too. I just got chills thinking about it. It's on the curves. You know, oh, I did hurdles. Where are my spikes? Oh, I I know. I did hurdles, man. I was, (gasps) I was a sprinter. So I did, I did 100, 300 meter hurdles. And then I did. Oh frick! What else did I do? Triple jump and oh dude, wow, just, you I were you did you dabbled in everything. I, I did a, a little bit of everything. Wow, I always but wanted no. to do the hurdles, but no, I, I did. couldn't. It's not coordinated enough for that. Did the four by one? That's those are like the best events for to watch in the Olympics too. Four by one, four. By oh, one. I any it's any, intense. Yes, I love watching track events for like Olympics or anything like higher yep. level. Even college is just oh chills all the time. All but the anyway. Time. Oh. So <laughs> anyways, so, digit, I mean, digit 500, <laughs> right? Okay. So yes, I like, I've always been into tracking cross country growing up. And then I just, I get the running bug just every couple of years. I'm like, mm-hmm. let me just make sure I can still run. So I just will just sign up for a marathon and then just, I don't know. Go <laughs> <laughs> She's like, let me no, just, not. Let me just, well, 
nonchalantly sign up for a mother freaking <laughs> marathon, which is 26. <laughs> 26. 26.7? 26.2. 26.2. Yeah, like, you'll get there. You'll get there. One more number. <laughs> that is a long, you know, a life goal. When I hit like 40, I want to do like an Ironman or, or 30. Ooh. Like I, when I get older, I want to do more of those like, you know, yeah. not as much weightlifting because I feel like my joints are going to just be like, <laughs> bing bong. <laughs> you see these dogs? <laughs> see these dogs? Freaking TikTok. Oh my gosh. Oh. I speak, I literally, everything that comes out of my mouth is TikTok. Yeah. Like, these Gen Z, they're so I, funny. I, I know. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> You're so funny. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, let me, let me ask you, how do you like set goals right now? Like, I mean, do you have any specific goals for this year with training? How do you kind of uh, navigate yeah. that? It's like, a that's a big question. So take it with whatever direction you want to run with so, it. So I, I like to just kind of just pick a random number. You know, I probably should. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have the giggles after bing bong. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> bing bong. Okay. You pick just, a number. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I kind of just w- wing it with my goals in the gym. I just pick a number that sounds like something I want to lift. Like I just, I'm not, I know this, just wait, just wait. Let me explain. <laughs> wait. Okay. So let me tell you. So like bef- when I first started lifting with my friends, I told you they got me into powerlifting. They're like, well, what number you do want to, do you want to hit? And I was like, uh, 225. And they're like, okay, bet. So I just, I just started working up to 225 with deadlifts. My goal right now is actually 325. So I'm not there yet. I just, I don't know. I just, once I hit something, I'm just like, what's kind of like challenging. What's the next step here? Like, what's the next number I, I feel like I can hit. Yeah. Not, yeah. So I don't know if it's just, I, I don't know, no, my confidence in myself or like maybe a slight arrogance, but I'm just like, I can hit that. Let me just pick a number and I'm going to work to that number. So I don't do any like methodically, like, let me just calculate. No, I'm like, I want to hit this number. Okay. Then I work backwards and I'm like, okay, what do I need to do to get that number? I love it. And yeah. So I work more again, just like I'm, I'm more of like in the moment person. So I'm like, what do I need to do this week to get that goal? And like, overall, I like to take the slow and steady approach. So like increasing five, five pounds each time. And I just stay consistent. Like the biggest thing is you just got to, you got to show up. Yeah, You got to show up and stay consistent. At the end of the day, like people want to know, like, what's your secret? How did you get, how are you lifting that much? Like, what did you do? Like, what is the secret formula? Like I showed up for every leg day, every freaking time you were in the gym. I didn't want to go or I didn't feel like it that day. I showed up, I showed up and I got under the bar and I lifted it. I lifted that up. Is this a, is this a f- friendly podcast? I was going to say. I oh, you were going to swear. Well, yep. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I lifted that. Sh- uh, okay. And you just, you just show up. And I feel like on those days I was like, you know what? Like if this was easy, everyone would be doing it. If yes. it was easy, everyone would be squatting 225. Everybody would be deadlifting 315. If it was easy, everyone would do it. At some point as you go on, as you progress, people fall off and it gets lonelier yep. and lonelier. And I noticed this a lot with my marathon training. Cause when I, my first marathon, I would have friends that would run with me in the beginning of my training when I was running more like three to five miles. But as I got more miles, as I was doing my 10 to 15 mile runs, I was by myself. Like at some point it's going to just be you and you got to push yourself through it. Oh, chills. Right. It's so oh, true. It's so true, but it's, 
it is about showing up 100% because like I even said, I kind of, you know, I hit certain numbers and I'm like, oh, take a step back. And now it's like, I have to get back there where if I stayed consistent that whole time, you know, I would be at 225. I might even be heavy doing being able to lift heavier. So it's like you have to show up even on those days you don't want to. And it's down to do you want it bad enough? Period. Yeah. And even on those days where you feel, Britt, like how you feel like you were traveling a lot and you, you're you not quite where you were, it's not like you start from the beginning again. It's just yeah. you're on the linear path. Like you're on the road forward. It's just like a little tiny step backwards. It's like half a step back yeah. and then up again, you know? Yeah. yeah you, it's all part of the process. Exactly. Like you're you're starting at a higher point than you were before. Yeah. So yeah, it, man, it's so inspiring. I loved hearing you chat about that. I just, I love, like, I love people like grinding through things and like reaching, chasing goals. My favorite thing is when someone is so excited about something and they accomplish something and it's just, you see it on their face. Like they're passionate about it. They love it. They put in all the hours. There's 10,000 hours of work that this person put into whatever their craft is that no one saw. No, like you, you see someone cross the finish line and you see that moment, but you didn't see them waking up at 5am. You didn't see them grinding. Oh my God. Chills. Chills. I just love it. Just hundred percent though. People are always like, how did you do it? How, how did you get there? And it's like, it's every single day. People ask me that too. And I'm like, you've seen me post every day since I was postpartum to be where I am today. Every freaking day. You've been here through my pregnancy. You've been here through Mm. my postpartum. It is showing up every freaking day, no matter what, you know, of course you have those rest days and everything and there's really Mm -hmm. bad days, but you show up for yourself. Period. That's it. That's the only way you're going to see things. And I love how your goals, they're loose enough to where they fit exactly what you need, but like it's set in stone where you're not like, Hey, in three months, I'm going to hit this. It's like, and I'm going to work toward it. Period. There's no timeline. Mm -hmm. There's no Mm -hmm. timeline. I feel like a lot of times people get caught up on that too, where it's like, I have to hit this in a week, in three weeks. I want it now. I wanted it yesterday, where it's like, it's longevity. It's consistency. Mm -hmm. You hit those goals when they come and you just, you never stop. Because even when you hit those, you've got to then hit new goals and make new goals to continue to keep going. Because then again, like, like, we were saying like, you have vacation, life happens, things happen. And if you have this strict, like three month goal, like that, like those goals are fine, but it doesn't factor in real life happening. One day you get sick one day, you know, life just happens. I'm not saying you need to grind. You need to be in the gym, like three hours every day. And like, you know, it's just, you just show up and you're consistent and you know that you're trying to reach this thing and you just, you don't stop. You just keep going. Oh, I love it. We're on the same page. I know. I know we think the same. <laughs> this is why I freaking love you forever. I love you're, you. You're so in, you are so inspiring to look at as somebody who like is not afraid about what other people think about them. You're not afraid to lift heavy. You're not afraid to share your voice and just to talk about things that are hard to talk about. Like you're such a light for this community and for girls to look to. It, it's so inspiring. So thank you. Oh, Seriously. Thank you. It took a while. You know, honestly, what was that first thing you said? What'd you say? <laughs> I'm sorry. What'd you Wait, say? About, about you? Yeah, right now. What'd you say? That you're a light? No. <laughs> no, what did you? No, I wasn't joking because I was going to, because what did you say? You said like, oh, I don't care what other people yes, think. Yes, you don't care what That's other what people think. Saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This is like a new thing that happened. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I care too much what everybody thinks. And it was stopping me from doing anything, you know, like, 
social media, I was constantly, I got in this rut and I was like, okay, let me just, I, I realized like, this was right before I started powerlifting. I realized I'm just posting things like hoping it looks aesthetically pleasing. Like I'm not, I'm going through the motions of my workout. Like I'm just posting to post and I got lost in that. And I got lost in like, Oh, like, do I, does my outfit look perfect? Like, are people going to like this content? Like, Mm -hmm. does my hair look okay? And I got so like tired and like fed up and it was because I, I cared too much. And then, and then I shaved my head and now I feel better. (laughs) I mean, do you want to talk about that a little bit more? Like, was that freeing? How did you feel? Yeah. I feel like that was like an, an outward expression of like, you're kind of done with it. Like you're done with the comparison. You're done with it. It, it was just, I don't know. I, I guess also it was, we were in lockdown still, you know, it was just a, a, again, it was a hard year, a hard time, just emotionally everything. And I just, I get lost down the rabbit hole of comparison a lot, especially on social media, especially looking at everyone else's content. I'm like, man, should I be doing that? Like, yeah. oh gosh, this is what's getting traction. I need to change myself to be more like this. I need to be more girly. I need to be more like like attractive. I need to straighten my hair more. So like more girl, like, I don't know, just all these things to make myself look prettier, to make myself be liked more. And it was just a very, like, I was just like unwell. And I was just like, you know what? I don't want to be this anymore. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of like having all my value in my hair. I'm tired of like, I was wearing hair extensions. I was like, sometimes like I was straightening my hair more and I stopped like even liking my curls as much. I don't know. It was just like a lot of stuff. And I just wanted to start fresh and just be me. So I just, again, I don't like, I don't really think things out. So one day I was just like, you know, I think I'm just going to shave my head. And then I ordered an Amazon shaver razor thing the next day, like one day shipping Amazon prime for all of our (laughs) sporadic decisions. Uh, (laughs) And then I just shaved my head and I felt so free. Like I felt like, I don't care. Like, I don't care what anyone thinks about me. I don't care what I look like. I don't care what you think that I should be or like the societal pressure to be this version of a woman. Like, I just like, I am me. And like, I don't need hair to be beautiful. I don't need hair for any, like, I don't need anyone's approval. And like, oh God, the first like two months of my head shave for like the freest I've ever felt. I love that. That is so beautiful. Like, oh, thanks. no, it really is. And like, of course you look beautiful and it, it just, I love that you're able to have that self-reflection and like detachment from caring what society thinks and being able to, I mean, that's an experience for the rest of your life. You're going to be able to look back on if those feelings like come back, you're like, no, I, I don't care. And I was able to go through this and come out stronger and, and know that it's okay. Even if I don't match what I think society wants me to look like, because that's a pressure that we all feel. We all never feel good enough because we're just constantly bombarded with everything on social media. And if we're a creator, it's like, okay, well, is this going to, you know, you're like, how's the engagement going to be? Is this going to yep. be good enough? And that's also one of the things that I kind of learned from last year is like, I'm enough who I am. And it's one of the reasons why I love this podcast, because it's literally just chat one-on-one with me like it's not filtered it's Mm -hmm. completely like whatever's going on in my brain and just being so open about sharing that and sharing who I actually am or I feel like I've always been too scared to do that and now it's like freeing to let go of that of course I can't even compare to shaving my head where that's something that's also more physical but I mean it's just cool no it's just like a yeah it's just like a (laughs) no you're cool (laughs) and I just I love I love that you're doing this because this is, this is you, you know, how you're interacting right now, like how you're talking, like how you just, you're just goofy. You're just like, 
you're this person with all these passions and all this, this, I don't know, this is you. And I'm so happy that people get to see this because you can't really always like show that on Mm -hmm. Instagram a lot of the time. And then you're balancing between what kind of content is going to get the good engagement with like your own personality. Sometimes, you know, it's kind of like, let me hold back a little bit or like, let me change let me just tweak this a little bit, or maybe I won't post that real, even though I think it's funny, but yeah. like, maybe it won't get as much engagement or maybe this isn't cool enough or I don't know, you know, there's just a lot of always thinking about how to fit like the mold and like the algorithm. And yeah, yeah. no, it's, it's definitely something that I think everybody just thinks about naturally. And it it's just, it's always inspiring when anybody tries to break that And I think it's inspiring for a lot of people because I know that that's a pressure that just society feels in general. So anytime it's like people stand up against that, it's like, oh, heck yeah, like I can do that too. So it's it's just, it's really, it's really inspiring. So yeah. Since we're like kind of on this topic, are there any other like struggles in the fitness space that you feel like people might not see, but then we struggle with? I know you kind of like, kind of take a spin on this with like your reels and stuff that's kind of like funny and stuff, but is there anything you can kind of think of that, I don't know. Maybe people want to hear. I'm trying um, to think too. I feel like honestly, it was like more of like the comparison stuff. I just feel like we're yeah. all, we're constantly comparing. We're constantly taking in information. Like sometimes I'll be on social media too long and I'll end up in tears <laughs> because I know, cause I'm like, I, I don't look like this person. Mm-hmm. I don't look like them. Like, look at, like, look at how big her butt is. Like, look how big her quads are. I'm like, I can lift this much weight. And like, I don't look like that. Or like, I look at other people that are lifting the weight I'm lifting and their body looks better. Or like, I don't know. It's just, if you're, if you consume too much of it, it just really gets in your head sometimes, yeah. you know, so, we all have like our weak t- times. Oh, for sure. What are some like tactics that you feel like you've been able to use to combat that? And then I, you know, I have a couple that I can share. If you want me to Ooh, go first, sure, yours. Okay, yeah. so uh, this might not go over well, but I, uh, I'm, I'm not a scroller, so oh. I, and I feel like that's not. I, I, are you gonna say you mute people? Oh, I, I, there are definitely people who I've muted for sure, mm, but um, yeah. and that's just for mental, mental health yeah. reasons at certain periods of time, like that has to happen. But I really do try not to scroll because I never feel good when I'm scrolling, and I feel like that's yeah. kind of. I don't know, hypocritical as like being a creator, but like I don't consume content, but I'm like wanting people to consume mine. So I don't know, like I feel a little bit like sad. Like, I don't know if that's like a, an okay thing to admit, but that's true. Like no, I, I think I really, yeah. really, it's like five minutes. If that there's a couple people that I like to check up on and say like, Hey, how are they doing? Like, I really enjoy watching their stuff. It's really uplifting. It's inspiring. It's motivating. And I look at it as like a constructive business side of things. But the mm-hmm. second the second a sliver of like comparison or doubt or anything that just makes me not feel good, I'm out. Like I don't watch YouTube videos. I don't listen to like other fitness people's podcasts. I don't watch (laughs) a lot of TikToks. And another reason for that is because I want my content to be like very true and authentic to like me and not to be, I feel like. (sighs) You could like even subconsciously end up Yes, you falling know what I mean? into like, that. Yes, yes, yeah, you're like, consuming it, so it's going to be in your mind. Yeah, so I yeah. don't even want to do that. So I just, I've always been super strict on that, and I think it's just like baby steps. Like Sunday, being completely detached from social media has kind of helped me always stay grounded. Of like, I I can live without it. I don't have to like be addicted to social media or my phone or anything like that. So yeah, anytime I have any type of like comparison or negative thoughts, I just like have to be strict with myself and disciplined and be like nope, I'm done. 
And then also just knowing that like a lot of people have filters and like work mm-hmm. done on their bodies yeah. and stuff too. Not not that in like a demeaning way, but like yeah. you just you truly don't know. So mm-hmm. like you can't compare. And everybody yeah. starts at different places. And even again, like I've already said it on this podcast though, but like even if everybody ate and worked out the exact same, everybody would look different just because of genetics, height, like everything plays a factor into it. So it's just like it's pointless to kind of get upset about the way you look or the way you feel based off of what somebody else looks like because we're all just different. Not to be like a cop out of like, it's not worth it to reach your goals, but I just kind of like true. It is. And you know what, like what's interesting, what you made me think of. So how you said you're not really a scroller. And like, for me, I, my version of that is like, I follow like, I think like 200 people on Instagram. Yeah. I don't follow a lot of people, but I think for us, the majority of people we do follow are also influencers and creators so it's like I feel like other people might have more of a balance of like I'm following family and friends and like my but our whole feed is influencers so constantly scrolling and seeing influencers like can take a toll you know you never have a break and like oh here's my like friend with their dog or something you know I don't know here's a picture (laughs) of a sunset randomly or yeah happy meal from McDonald's yeah (laughs) no like that is so true that is true I think Oh man, I was going to say something else and it kind of slipped my brain. So oh. it must not, must not. Well, it, it might come to back. Be. Yeah. But for like back. on my side, like one thing that I've used to kind of cope with that is I like, I, I said, you said you mute people. I just unfollow. And I know that can sound, I feel like unfollowing people sounds really harsh. Like it's in not, this though. social, really, I, I it feel doesn't like have people to be can taken- really get right? People can get butt hurt, but it's not personal. Like if something's not yeah, in your not. mental health, it's okay to unfollow. It's and okay. I just kind of, yeah, that's, that's, that's and where you, I am. You know, what? Have, there's some people what? who will like, there's some people who will like announce it. Like, I'm really offended that you did X, Y, and Z. I'm oh. unfollowing you. It's like, you can just quietly unfollow. <laughs> there's no way I'm going to be able to know if you unfollow or follow me. Like I have no idea. So like, yeah, just do it. it there's no beef. Like, I don't <laughs> know. Do I just, it. I just am like, there's so much more to like social media. I mean, there's so much more to life than social media. So like at the end of the day, there's no offense taken, at least for me. Like I, that's how I feel too. Like if I noticed someone unfollowed me, even if it was, I don't know, like another, I don't know, whatever person doing what we're doing, like I I wouldn't take offense. It's just like, I just, it's not helping my mental health in some way. Nothing personal against you as like your content. It's just, you know, just want to, I, and I feel like, for me, why I don't mute is because I feel like it's still kind of like, yeah, it, it can be shown as fake if you've muted somebody of like, why don't you just unfollow No, not them? mute, not mute, not fake. Just, I feel like I'm looking out for someone else's feelings more than my mm, own. You know, I it's like, that. that's but valid. I know that's like, you know, you should care about other people's feelings too. It's just like, I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm still muting you, but it like, it's, I don't know. Let me just unfollow. And maybe I come across your content again and it like makes me feel differently later. But I just, I think that unfollowing is not this big deal that like, I feel like sometimes it could be made to be. It doesn't have to be. I don't know why it has to be such a a thing. I, I, yeah, I don't think anyone needs to think anything of it, you know? So yeah, just my thoughts. Just my (laughs) thoughts. I know. I wish my other, I was going to say something and I totally forgot what it was about. Uh, it was just about like comparison or social media, how to like not, I know I'm trying to, to think. Mm-hmm. Well, if it comes back, I'll share it. Okay. But yeah, 
I guess we'll kind of wrap it up, but what is yeah. one thing that you wish you could tell your younger self? Uh, stop being so mean to yourself. Stop. Like your thighs are not too fat. You're not too fat. You like your curls aren't ugly. Stop trying to hide who you are. Stop trying to fit in with everyone else. I just, I just really struggled with that for like a long time growing up. So I would just be like, just stop being so hard on yourself. I sometimes I think about like, if someone said the things that I say to myself in my head, if so, if another person actually said those things to me, I'd be like, what are you talking? Like, why are you saying these things to me? I would stand up for myself. I'd be like, no, like, why are you saying that? And I realized sometimes like the meanest person to me is me. And, you know, I feel like we gotta, we gotta break out of that mindset. It's so easy to just be like, oh, well, I'm not good enough or I didn't do this. So I'm not, you know, I'm not worthy. And it's like, we got to break out of that mindset. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. I love that. Right. Oh, that is, that is such a good thing. And I hope somebody else can like take that to heart of like, we are all way too hard on ourselves and way too judgmental. And just like, yeah, like if, if a friend said that to us, they would not be our friends anymore. So yeah. we definitely need to talk nicer to ourselves. I feel like there's so much like hate in the world. We really like, we don't need to hate on ourselves. Like there's, there's already right. enough from it. Like we can already get hate comments. Like why are we the person doing that to ourselves? Yeah. Let's not add any more negativity. Yeah. You know? Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. What is one bit of advice you would give to all the podcast listeners out there? Someone listening. Ooh. What, what would you, what would you right, say? Okay. Everyone gather around, gather around. Yes, gather around. <laughs> okay, <Goodbye>. so <laughs> you're so funny. So I, I have adapted, adopt not adapted, adopted. I have adopted a zero BS policy for 2020. I am protecting my peace. No one is getting into my bubble of like my space with your negativity, with anything that's going to weigh me down, anything that's going to stop me or hinder me from reaching my goals and focusing on myself. I feel like a lot of us, uh, me, especially I struggle with this a lot. It's like, I forget to prioritize myself. I get, I can get so lost in all these other like negative things or draining things that don't serve me in any way, like in any form, like whatever that may be like a relationship, like just in general, like a friendship, whatever, anything. And like, you have to just realize like, is you have to ask yourself, is this serving me? Is this helping me become better? Is this thing adding value to my life or is it taking away from me? And if it's taking away from you, it's time to cut it. Like we have zero tolerance. There's no more tolerance for this. Yes. This is a hard line. Protect your peace, chase your goals. That's, that's my advice. I love it. Round of applause. <laughs> Round of applause. That's fantastic. I definitely, I love that. I love having that reminder. Just protect your peace like protect your peace and like every morning I feel like it's so important to like fill up your cup first because we get so distracted by everything else and not everything is bad you know but we just get distracted and I feel like we really do leave ourselves behind on we actually are important we do matter and we do need to take care of ourselves we're worth that and we're, we have value and we should you know be nicer to ourselves so I love that thank you yeah. Oh, you're welcome. No, really. Thank you for even being on this podcast and sharing your story. And thank you for up. inviting me. Are you kidding me? Uh, you were oh like one of the first people I'm like, have to have court on. Oh, oh my goodness. Queen court. <laughs> Stop it. I'm so, I am so proud of you, seriously. So thank you for always lighting up my day. Okay. But I feel like it sounds cheesy if I say it back, but I really am like, you're such an inspiration. Like, can you, everything that you're doing, Brittany, you're also doing it with a family. 
you're also a wife you're also a mother you're raising a human you're raising a tiny a little a little Vinny like you're raising you're a whole mother that's its own full-time job and you're doing a podcast and you're doing YouTube and you're doing Instagram and you're doing reels and TikTok like (laughs) miss girl girl wow I'm just constantly I'm constantly like how is she doing all of this it's so crazy I'm so proud of you come so far too just thank you god love it Thank you. You t- it's it's fun to watch each other grow. And I know earlier in the podcast, you were just kind of talking about how it can be lonely. It, and it's hard to find people on that same, way- same wavelength, you know, where yeah. it's like you're in it to grind. You're in it for consistency. Like, I feel like this podcast is a good place to be able to feel like there is that sense of community of like, you don't have to be alone. And we, you know, yeah, I know, right? I know everybody would benefit from following you and getting inspired by you. Oh. So I love it. Go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you. Oh, you can find me. My main platform is Instagram and it's Courtney.Ciracino. And I'm also on YouTube a little bit. I'm trying to be more consistent on YouTube. It's the same. Just type in Courtney Ciracino. Um, But yeah, that's mainly. I'm not cool enough to do TikTok. I mean, I have a TikTok, but I have like 200 followers. Like don't. Blow her up. Blow her up. That's a Gen Z app. I'm still trying to learn. I just like to scroll. (laughs) I'm on TikTok for the sound bing bong. I'm like trying to think of all the other sounds I know and I can't think of any of them right now, but I'm constantly saying them all day long. I know for all 16 missed calls. Oh, what? Uh, the- see, I'm on like depressed TikTok. Of, like, no. just being, like, I'm on, it's, I'm on- it's like dark humor. It's just like, uh- oh, poor, no. I'm on like, it's I don't fine. even know. My TikTok is it's always lit. I just be I'm laughing. Just like or like animal I have, TikTok. Oh, oh, I remember what my thing was. Set timers. So I have you guys aren't gonna believe oh. this. I have a 15 minute timer on TikTok. I can only <gasps> be on TikTok for 15 minutes. So when I what go on mean? and I create a post, motherfucking, I post that and I'm off. Or if I'm not posting, I have like two minutes to scroll because you know it takes a while to like post and record. 15 minutes and I'm out. I am so strict on that because, dude, you could be on TikTok for five years. Like, I could literally still be on it right now. Like, you know. I don't know. Yeah. Instagram has a two-hour cap because now I have, like, two, you know, the podcast Instagram and this one. And I'm, like, you know, comments and DMs and then posting Mm -hmm. and then, you know, stories. That It's more intensive, so I have two hours. But once I hit two hours, I'm out. It locks me out. And I'm like, yep. All right. Oh my gosh. Wow. The self-control I could never have. I'm on TikTok for hours. I just yeah. be laying, scrolling, laughing to myself. You know, but again, you don't have a kid. I have a oh, kid. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh so yeah, 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 yeah. I have, okay, I have I to be, I have to be so freaking like yeah. disciplined with Dang. myself because if I waste time, it's like, I'm, I don't work today. It's like, okay, scroll for fun or work. And it's like, mm, and, Work, you know and what I mean? So human, I have, yeah. raise, raise my baby. So raise yeah. Your human. Anyways, yes. Anyways, Courtney, what should we have everyone comment on the podcast Instagram today? What? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. What? No, this is too much pressure. <laughs> bing bong. Bing bong. <laughs> comment bing bong on either one of our personal Instagrams or the TikTok <laughs> posts. And you know what? The first time I met Courtney, she was like, comment three emojis that describe yourself. So do three emojis that describe you on either of our Instagrams, you know, blow up, show some love on Courtney's post. Okay. Show her some love on today's whenever you're listening to this on our most recent show her some love three emojis or bing bong or any wait i feel like you don't like the bing bong i feel like you threw in the emojis because you're like i don't like no i love bing bong i said bing. okay no but i feel like you don't want them to comment bing bong comment bing bong y'all better go through 
my senses are telling me no so okay please pull through on the bing bong bing okay maybe bing like bong. bing bong if you know you know like you know if you know you know yeah you know because it's like everyone's gonna be like why are they going to bing bong if yeah they're like know. what the freak is someone if you know you know okay bing bong <laughs> bing bong <laughs> or okay let's go have you seen that tiktok oh yeah okay we, we need we need to wrap <laughs> we need to okay, wrap this up, wrap it up so, wrap it up yeah the fun and gain the fun and gains podcast instagram is fun and gains dot podcast so hit us some love over there again courtney Sarah, it's serencino right Am I butchering you? Seriously, no, yeah. Yeah, okay. No, that's how you say it. Okay, good. <laughs> and uh, we freaking love you guys. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. You're listening to the Fun and Games podcast with your host, Brittany Lupton. Thanks for listening to another episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and we'll see you all next time for some more fun and games. Bye. Uh-oh. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones, who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.